discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, what, ask your neighbor, what did you come to hear? <laughs> Words of life. Wow. Ask your neighbor, what are your expectations? Yes, it's good to see all of you. It's good to see you. Wow. When I was coming, I was asking the Lord what to share with you. you know, I've been preaching in some of our churches in the last few um, days and weeks. And I've been sharing so many nice things with. Um, yes, last night around this time I was at Winneba. Wow. So I'm coming from Winneba. Wow. Yes. And we had a very nice time. I wanted to know what exactly to share with you that will help you. Okay. And this is what came to me how the word works. Wow. Yeah. How, how the word works. How the word of God works. Can the word of God be trusted? Can the word of God be trusted? Hmm? Should we rely on something else? Is the Juju man more, more powerful? Than, because there are a lot of young people who are coming who... I know how to make it. They want to hammer. They want to hit. They want to blow. That's a new term. They want to blow. You know, and so, you know, get into all kinds of things and end up putting themselves into trouble. I don't know if you heard of those guys, those teenagers who ended up killing their neighbor's son for rituals. You know, I hear they harvested the guy's ears and some body parts and all of that. You know, because of money, because they want to blow, and you wonder what they are going to use the money for. <laughs> Buy what iPhone, iPhone to every year they release a new one. Hey, can you keep up? It means that every year you have to kill somebody. <laughs> More sacrifice. Amazing. So it's like God's word is not powerful enough. Hey. <laughs> so boys and girls want to make it now. It's now or never. Now or never. This is your last chance. If you don't do something, 
we will move. If you don't move, we will move. Hey, Emil. But the word of God works. Oh. The word of God works. Yes, it does. If only you be patient. Nothing good comes without process. Okay? I won't say nothing good comes easy because many good things come easy. But they come through process. How many of you were once a baby like Baby Ya? You know Baby Ya? What is Baby Ya's English name? You can I forgot. <laughs> wow. Eh? Was your head as small as her head, right? Where is she? I wish I could. I think they're going to. I would have used her head as an example. If your head was as big as it is now, when you were coming out of your mother's womb, you would have killed your mother. Do you know that if a baby's size is beyond a certain um, level, they have to do CS. They don't, you can't come through the normal birth canal. There's no way for you. You destroy daddy's hallelujah. So they have to make sure, <laughs> they have to make sure that they do CS so that you can come out properly. But when you come out with your small head, with time, your brain begins to increase. And with the increase of your brain, your head also increases to accommodate the increase of your brain. For you to be the nice young lady, nice young man sitting here who can think and relate and flow and be happy and be able to do some things on your own, to be able to coordinate your movements, your hand movements, your leg movements, all those things, you have to go through process. If you ignore process, you are ignoring something very important. How many of you went to school and started where was taught to count from one to ten this way? One, five, nine, ten. Anybody like that? No. You from one, you go to two. From two, you go to three. You need to go from one level to another in order to arrive at ten. No matter how much of of uh, how, how important you are. I mean. It doesn't matter how important you have to still move from one to ten. Is it true? Yes. Is one plus one different, uh, equal to two different in chronom, uh, as compared to uh, uh, Santasi? Is it, is it different? One plus one equal to two in chronom is the same in Santasi. Same process. You can't ignore it. If you ignore it, you're ignoring your life. Okay? You are ignoring your life. You can't say that I want to, I want the food to enter my stomach at once because I'm so hungry. Sometimes you can be so hungry that like you wish the food could just enter your food, your stomach. It could just, as you see it now, it just go there and you are full. Sometimes you don't even have time. One of my brother-in-laws uh, works with a certain bank and he's one of the high people there. There was a point in time in his life where he was so busy that when he gets home from work, the choice between sleep and food becomes a problem. He's so tired, he wants to sleep. But he's also very hungry. 
so he can be eating and sleeping at the same time he can wake up in the morning with his hands still in the food like as he was eating he fell asleep and then he's asleep till morning yeah when when they told me i was like what is that until it happened to me yeah i was so tired one day i realized that when i finished it i didn't wash my hands i was just there and i just slept no matter how important you are you still have to take one ball at a time and allow chew chew and then you swallow and then it goes in then you take another ball into your mouth you chew and then you swallow and then it goes inside doesn't it you can't you can't plant a maize and expect it to grow tomorrow morning so your some desires are unfounded oh you know the bible that i tried to like what you are looking for it's not it doesn't exist it's like a young man who has watched porn so much one one guy was getting married to a certain lady and the lady had had experience the guy had not the guy was a greenhorn and the pastor his pastor called me and said charlie you are entering this thing as a greenhorn no charlie the lady too you know she knows a lot of things how are you going to cope what i'm i'm really feeling for you you need to we need to do something about it the guy said pastor you are joking pastor you are joking you don't know how i've prepared the pornography I've watched in my life, Pastor. Hey! I, I know exactly what I'll be doing. I know exactly how I'll move around. Hey! <laughs> yeah. He said, You don't know what I know. Pastor, you have no idea. <laughs> you be, she will be surprised. I will break her legs into pieces. Now, I don't even remember why I mentioned this one. I don't remember why I was saying this story. I don't remember now. Yeah. Process. You can't, you can't ignore process. Okay? Some desires are unfounded. Yes, it's unfounded. You've watched porn now, so you want your wife to do a certain style. Helicopter. She can't do helicopter. Why? Why is it by force? She can't. Hey. The mind people know what I'm talking about. Your mind is worrying you. Wow. Process. Tell me about process. And the word of God works with process. It does. It does. If you read in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12, okay, look at Hebrews 6, 12. No matter what you do, you go through the process. I beg you, you will go through the process. You can't ignore it. This church, you see how beautiful this place is looking? It was not like this. When the church started, this church started, it was in a classroom. I, you celebrated five years recently, isn't it? Four years. So next year is five years. Classroom. Posh, I remember. You also remember? Pastor Jay, do you remember? Yeah. No fun, nothing. Now you have fun. No lights. No nothing. Message will come into your message when you are preaching. As you are preaching, someone, the next class message will enter your message. Hey! Everything is process. If you want to move from she to P in one night, do you know there are people who won lotteries? 
and um, sue the lottery company after some years for destroying their lives. You can go on the internet, you'll be surprised that you see it. Someone won a million dollars, and after some years, it was a million pounds, actually, she was, she, she, she was Scottish, a million pounds. And after some years, about two years, she was suing the lottery company for destroying her life. Because she was not ready to handle a million pounds. Do you see? Yeah, she got into drugs, she got into all kinds of things. Because one million pounds, what are you going to do with it? Even when you take 10,000 pounds, 10,000 pounds is almost 80,000 Ghana cities. You, you still have so much. So much. You have 990,000 pounds left. If you buy a house, still there's more left. If you buy a three car, still there's more left. So it's like, let's smoke some weed. Let's, let's live. So she, she destroyed her life. Got into psychotic, has some psychotic problems and was now suing the, the lottery company for destroying her life for giving her one million pounds. Yeah. Wow. wow. So God will let you start from 10 pounds or 10 cities. Then you go to 100 cities. Then you go to 200 cities. You can't jump from 10 cities to 1 million, 1 million cities. It doesn't work. Oh. You will destroy your life. The number of women you will sleep with. You will get HIV and die. God knows your heart. He wants to reveal your heart to you small, small. When you get small money and you realize that, it's like when you're sitting at home, something is doing you. What am I doing? What, what am I doing? I was still a cornerco boiling. I was still a boiling. I was still a boiling. I'll see a puppy. <laughs> He's showing your heart. Yeah, that's a prospect of a fool right there. And get ya. What's up? It's good to see you. Yeah. So, process is important. Or what do you think? You didn't grow up just like that. Have you have you watched this um, movie before? Kiriku. Kiriku and the and the uh, is it uh, sorceress? Yeah, Kiriku and the sorceress. Kiriku did, was not he was not pushed out of the womb. He walked out of the womb. When the mother realized she was in labor, the child just walked out of the womb like this and started talking to her. Mother, I have come to help you. Hey, he now he cut his own umbilical cord. It does It's not real. In, it's not like that in real life. Only in cartoons. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, don't be slothful, don't be lazy. But followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. The word of God is what gives you your, the promises of God. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. And now, brethren, I commend you to God, which is able, I commend you to, the, to, to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. The word of God gives you the inheritance of God that he has promised for you. He will give you the help. It will give you the help, the strength, the wisdom, the prosperity, the success, all the blessings that you know you are supposed to have. But everything, just like everything, the word of God also needs time. Okay? Say it needs time. time. How does the word of God work? The word of God works with time. 
There was a time in my life as a pastor where I'd minister to 10 people. I've ministered to one person for six months before. You think my ministry is powerful. You think like it's like I'm a very powerful preacher. At that time, only one person felt that my preaching was powerful. The whole world, only one person. He was even my friend. He was just encouraging me. He was attending because after church, we'll go into Mutu. Yeah, he, he couldn't stand that I'll be depressed, so he will come. So that <laughs> the guy is laughing at me, I tell you. He, thought he couldn't stand that his friend will be depressed because he's starting something and it's not like nothing is happening. So he will just attend so that I'll be happy. Do you get it? Yeah. Then after he would drive, he had a car too, so he would drive me around. Basically, nobody felt that I, what I'm preaching was powerful. Yesterday I was at Winneba and almost 300 people were there. Listening to what I was sharing. When I'm talking, they are, hey, praise the Lord. I'm like, hey, you people. <laughs> the whole, I tell you, you don't know. Everything takes time. You don't know how I want it. Everything takes time. Okay? Don't be in a hurry. Relax. Anybody relax. Let the word of God have free course in your life. Let it work in your life. It will give you the inheritance it has promised. It, it will. It will. But you need to go through the process. You can't ignore it. So basically, that's what God says I should come and tell you. Ah, yes. That's what God says I should tell you. The meditation, no, it works. Do you understand? Yes, it works. Don't say, I've been doing this thing for some time. I don't know. Nothing is happening. Now they say this is what we should do. We are doing it. Nothing is happening. Listen. Keep at it. Says, be followers of, of, of those. Don't be lazy. Don't be slothful. Okay? Don't give up. Don't say, this, this thing is nothing. It is something. It works. If you hold on, you'll be surprised at what will happen for you. Be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience. Faith is holding on, trusting God, no matter what is going on. I mean, who has, who can complain, who should have complained more than, more than Joseph? Who? Maybe Job. But even Job too didn't complain. Job was told by his wife, curse God and die. He looked at his wife and said, are you also one of the foolish women? He said, I'm shocked at you that you will talk like that. Are you also one of the foolish women? I should curse God and die. He said, even though God should kill me, yet will I trust in him. Even if God slits my throat, I will still trust him as he slits in my throat. That is faith. Trust in the Lord. No matter what is going on. Joseph had a dream of, he said he saw um, the, the 11 stars the moon and the sun bowing down to him. And his father said, hey, are you serious at all? Would you mean to say that me and your mother and your brethren will come and bow down to you? Fully, come on, move away. He had a dream and saw 11 sheep bowing down to his sheep. He knew it was his brothers and he told them, this is what I saw. Oh, I'm blessed. His father sold a coat of many colors for him and was moving around. He was not quiet, he was moving around. I have a coat of many colors. The guy who was given a dream and given prophecy 
and given a future. He, he saw his future. Ended up being in a pit. That he needed to go through process. His first encounter was pit. Second encounter sold to become a slave. Third encounter sold into another, into Potiphar's house. Fourth encounter into prison. Prison for many years. But he never blamed God. There was no place where he said that, what is all this? I told the Lord said that he was giving me an inheritance. What is all this that, look, since I started believing in the Lord, all these things, every bad thing you can think about has happened to me. I've lost my coat of many caress. I found myself in a pit. I've been a slave. Now I'm in prison. Look at my life. He even negotiated his release, his own release. When the baker and the cupbearer of Pharaoh came there, he explained their dream to them. He told them that, listen, if it comes to pass, talk to Pharaoh for me. Bring my matter before Pharaoh. He was trying to negotiate his way out, but it never worked. Yeah, God was teaching him to be humble. Look at Psalm 105. Let's read verse 12. Do you like what I'm doing with you? So, brothers and sisters, cheer up the word works, okay? Let's go to um, from verse, let's see, 17. I said 12, but go to 17. He says, he sent a man. He's talking about Joseph, okay? He says, he sent a man before them. Even Joseph, who was sold for a servant. The one who was sent by God was sold for a servant. Like, it doesn't even, it doesn't even tally. It doesn't, tally. It doesn't match. The one who is sent by God is sold. Almighty God. The one God has sent. is sold. It doesn't make any sense. Like, when they, when... The Lord is working in your life. It's almost as though bad things are like, at the beginnings, like bad things are happening. Challenges, so your mother is fighting you. Your father is fighting you. No job. Because you are trusting the Lord. You are making some decisions for the Lord. No job. You see your mates, they are prospering. It's like you are not prospering. You see someone has bought Benz C300. You don't even have Tico. You don't have Picanto. You don't even have Pragya. Hey. It's like you are sent of God and you are starting as a servant. It's, it can be depressing. Yeah. It can be depressing. But the word of God works. You see, the word of God is described as a seed. Keep your finger. We'll come back here, okay? Go to Mark. Mark chapter 4. Let's read from verse 14. Mark 4 from verse 14. It says, the sower soweth what? The word. So, that, have you heard of the parable of the sower before? Yes. So, that it says, that what the sower was sowing, during the explanation of the, the sower and the, uh, the, the, the seed, the parable of the, of the seed and the sower, he mentioned that the guy was sowing corn. Isn't it? Yes. But when he was explaining this, the sower actually sowed the word. So meaning that the word of God is like corn. Or the word of God is like a seed. It's like any other seed. 
You don't plant mango today and expect fruit tomorrow. No. It takes time. Like, stop giving yourself a hard time. And stop giving God a hard time. Do you understand? The word of God has to change you. It has to change you. He has not changed your heart yet. You have not changed. You have been hearing, but it has not, it has not done anything to you. And amazingly, God will not promote you until you change. Yes. Until your selfishness changes into becoming love, the word of God will not work around you. You need to change. Eh? What will you do with the money when it comes? So, hammer, then I'll be. So, blow here. When you blow, what will you do with the money? Ask your neighbor. I'm not the one who said it. Pastor Les is the one who said it. You can't use God. Okay? God cannot be used. He's not a means to an end. No, 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 no. Until you have a relationship with God, don't expect some things to happen around you. You can't skip the relationship level. I don't know if you understand. God is not, he's not, he's not like men's gold. My bet. He's not like my bet. He's not like super bet. He's none of those things. Bet way. He's not like any of those people. He wants you to have a relationship with him. He wants to walk with you in righteousness and walk with you in glory. That's what he wants. That's his desire for your life. He calls us his sons and his daughters. He wants that to happen practically around you. You can't use his word. You can't take advantage of him. Like, okay, so if we put faith, this is how faith works. Faith, when you believe. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. We all have in the same spirit of faith. As it is written, I have believed, therefore have I spoken. We also believe, therefore speak. Ah, no, 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 that's it. So now I'm going to believe and speak. Formula Nafa. Ah, Lord. Same bomb is a mumpire. In your mercy. It doesn't work like he, he seeks for a relationship first. When the relationship is not there, some things don't work. And if you've noticed, the word of God is a person. His name is Jesus. And he would want you to relate with that person. Okay? Is what I'm saying making any sense to you? How many of you understand what I'm saying? How many of you don't understand what I'm saying? How many of you don't know that I'm even talking? Because some people's hands never went up. Hmm? God is not, he's not a remote that you press. Okay, we are changing the channel. Let's change from here to here. No, he's not like that. Okay? He's not like that. You have to go through the process of getting to know him. Hmm? Yes. So, it's not following him for benefits. Oh, Matisa, sorry, you can't sorry. Sika, sika, nyanko pom ishrao. Oblesso pa. Inti, yebe satya kwa sorry. 
Catch up, boys. Boys, 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 You can't use God. Tell me why you can't use God. Yeah. So the sower soweth the word. And now look at how the word works. Go down to verse 24. Mark 4. This time around, let's read verse 24. Okay. Go to 27. Okay, so it's 26. Go to 26. Look at this. And he said, so Jesus mentioned that the sower soweth what? The word, right? And the word is, I said the word is seed. Is it true? So just as a seed, a natural seed will work. The same way that the spiritual seed, which is the word of God, will work. What am I teaching on? How, How the word works. How does it work? So that's what I'm showing you now. Okay. He says, and he said, so is the kingdom of God. I see the man should cast seed into the ground. What is the seed? The word, right? He says, the kingdom of God is like, it's as though someone should put a seed into the ground. Next verse. Then he says, and should sleep and rise night and day. And the seed should spring and grow. The seed needs to spring and grow up. He knoweth not how. Have you seen it? Like the word of God, God also goes through the normal natural process that any other seed goes through. It needs to grow. It, needs, it takes time. You need to stay with it. If you plant corn here today and you come back tomorrow and it has not grown and you say that, ah, this soil is not good, cry. <laughs> then you take it out. Then you go and plant it somewhere else the following day. Then you come back again after a day and then you say that, ah, the thing is not growing. You approach it again and take it to another place. What do you think will happen? Yeah. It will die. You will not have any, any yield. Yeah. Is it true? Yeah. When you plant it, you must leave it there. Yeah. Apart from leaving it there, you must water it. You must take care of it. Listen, if you don't care about your farm, eh, you'll be surprised that rats will eat the seed. There are some uh, uh, rodents that will come and come and take all the things that you have planted and eat everything. If you don't protect what you have planted, you don't just plant and go. You have to protect what you have planted. You have to weed around it. You have to put some nutrients in the ground. It takes time. But it works. When the tree finally comes up and it starts bearing fruit, <laughs> you will not have to think about a lot of things. Yeah, there are some trees you don't need to do. It. If a mango tree is in your house, you don't need to look after it. Like you don't need to look after it. Do you need to look after it? Every year, December, you will see fruit on it. You will see fruit on it. Wow. wow. But initially, you have to do some things. Yeah. You have to do some things. Okay? Look at the next verse. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. Says the word will produce fruit of herself. First the blade... Even the one he goes through process. First the blade, then the ear. After that, the full corn in the ear. We don't. Know, maybe you are thinking he's talking about ears, physical ears. <laughs> Let's read uh, amplified. Maybe it will help us if you have it. The earth produces 
acting by its, itself, first the blade, then the He's also saying blade here. But he's talking about how a corn grows. You will see that uh, the shoot is up, and then you will see some green things coming. After some time, you will see that some whitish things are coming. And then before long, you will see the corn coming up. Isn't it? It takes time. It takes time. That doesn't happen in a day. Normally, corn needs about three to four months to grow. That's the smallest seed you can have. Yeah, there are some seed that need one year, some two years, some five years. Cocoa. If you are planting cocoa, you should know that. You are going what? Five. Is it six? The normal time is seven years, actually. But because seven years is too long, so science have decided to reduce it. So they've done a lot of research and have brought it down to about three years now. Because people couldn't wait for seven years. Like you are planting today, you have to wait. Uh, you do a lot of work. Seven, uh, seven years. Wow. But the word works. Tell the neighbor it works. Tell the other neighbor it works. Tell the neighbor behind you it works. Yeah. If you give it the time, you will see it working in your life. Yes. If you will be patient enough. You see it working. Yeah. The Bible says when the cloud be full of be full of rain, they empty themselves. But it takes time for the cloud to be full of rain. It takes time. If we delete the time factor away from it, you don't have much. And sometimes you're just like you're meditating. They say we should meditate on the word. So you wake up in the morning, you sit down. You're meditating. Mm. You have some one verse one. Let's look at some one verse one. You have Psalm 1 verse 1 in your mind. Let's read Psalm 1 verse 1. We'll go back to Joseph, okay? King James, please. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standing in the way of sinners, nor sitting in the seat of the scornful. Next verse. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. So, ah, my delight is in the law of the Lord. My delight is in the word of God. And in his law does he meditate day and night. So you are meditating day and night. In the morning you sit down. You are meditating. I am meditating day and night. Oh, thank you, Lord. Your word is working in my life. Hallelujah. 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 But you see, you don't see the next one. You don't see the result. It says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. It doesn't happen the following day. Like the following day, you are a river. You are a tree planted by the river of water. Ha! Your life, everything is fine. No. Takes time. It's a process. Hmm? And you can't jump it. So don't expect to jump it. Faith grows. We are giving small faith. And that faith must grow. When you become born again, you receive faith right there. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. It says, go, go to that place. Romans 12, 3. For I say to the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So God gives to everybody who gets born again the measure of faith that he or she needs for his life. So God gives you the measure, the measure that is needed. Are you in the church? He gives it to you. But then that measure, that small faith must grow. You can't use that small faith to command 
100 million dollars from coming tomorrow like ah god if you say you are god i command 100 million dollars now they say by our what we shall say is what we shall we shall receive so i'm saying it now now show forth now i'm sorry for saying that but that's the truth you can say it with all of forget it it takes time why does it take time because of your heart your heart is the soil upon which the word of God is sown. The viability of a seed is dependent on the heart, or, or, on the soil, not on the seed. Am I lying? If you go and plant corn in clay soil, will it grow? It won't grow. Why? Because of the nature of the soil. You need to turn that soil into a loamy soil. Then the corn can produce fruit. So it is because of our hearts. So the Lord works on our hearts. That is why some Christians have been blessed, and that has ended their desire for the Lord. A friend was told he was going to do a, a certain um, he was he was the middleman for a certain contract, okay, a billion billion dollar contract, and his commission was going to run into the twenties of about tens of tens of millions of dollars. So he was going to receive about twenty five million dollars. Now, when he had the twenty five million dollars, the contract had not come. When he had it. For about one month, he couldn't pray. He couldn't read the Bible. Every day when he wakes up, he starts moving through town. I'll buy this house. Then he, he, he'll go to Trasaco. Then he'll go to different places. Checking. I'll buy this, I'll buy this house. Then I'll, I'll do this. I'll use about one million to do this. Then I'll use about 500,000 to do this. Oh, who do you I'll use this one for this. Then you go to a carport. I'll buy this car. And then I'll do this, and then I'll do that, and then I'll do that. One month, and it's not, it's, it's not a fairy tale, it's a true story. It actually happened in this young man's life, yeah. Then after a month, the deal didn't happen. The deal didn't happen. When the deal didn't happen, he realized, he came back to it, and was like, ah, I'm glad this thing didn't happen. Yeah, because it could have destroyed his life completely. Completely. He realized he hadn't even thought about tithes. He hadn't thought about God. He hadn't thought about the house of God. Nothing. One of our brothers was blessed to be in another country. You know who I'm talking about. He has forgotten about God. He's boiling. Now he can get a car easily. For the puppet. Or she will near their day. Oh yeah. Because Blessing has come. He can't handle it. He's destroying his life. When he got the opportunity, I called him and I told him, listen, this opportunity, it's a very powerful opportunity, but you have to be very careful. Remember God, or else you will destroy your life. It was as though I was singing into his ears. Yes, pastor. Yes, pastor. Yes, pastor. It didn't, was it even up to one year? Maybe a little over a year. He just started going up. Yeah. Wow. wow. So allow the word of God to change your heart. That is, your heart is the reason why it needs to take time. Okay? Yes, Pastor. Yes. Your heart is the reason why it needs to take time. Yeah. As for God, 
He will never skip the process. Even when he was creating the heavens and the earth. <laughs> he spoke everything into being. But then he said, I need a man to till the ground. Yes. Process. He told Abraham, I'm giving you a child. I'm giving you a child. 25 years later. 25 years later. In the middle somewhere, their heart was revealed. Sarah said, listen, I am tired of this thing. This is my handmaid, Hagar. Charlie, finish and give me a child. Raise a son to me. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You won't skip. You won't skip it. I promise you. You can beg. You can cry. You have to go through the process. If you skip, you have a problem. Listen. If I should receive one billion dollars right now, it will finish. I know exactly what to do with it, and I'm not going to lavish it on myself. How many houses can you sleep in? You see, until that checks out of your heart, you see that getting a house is becoming a problem. Why do you want the house? What will you do if you get a, a five-bedroom house in a posh area in Kumasi, Atasumaso? What will you do? <laughs> what will you do? Right. You do house party. If you're a girl, you, you bring all your, your girlfriends in there. And then you'll be, you'll be chilling. You've not thought of, of orphans. You see, until you start thinking about orphans, some things can't happen. Only orphans won't die in your mind. Orphans do not exist. You've not thought of prisoners in your life. Ah, well, they, they, they do whatever they did and then they are in the prison. What is, how does that? There are a lot of innocent people in, the, in prison. Many people. Many, many people. Yeah. I don't know if you are seeing what I'm talking about. Yes, your heart. How is your heart like? God reveals your heart to you gradually so that you can heal. He can heal you. So that the seed can work in your life. Okay? So the seed can work in your life. Joseph need to le- needed to learn about forgiveness. He needed to learn about forgiveness. Yeah. He needed to learn about it. Practically. So he had to go through all kinds of things. Betrayals. Persecutions. So many things. He needed to, he needed to learn how to work. And not just delegate, but be around. Do you know that when uh, <laughs> he needed to learn humility? Because the guy was boasting earlier on in his life. I don't know if you know. When he saw the dream, <laughs> I am the everybody was buying down to me. Oh, hey. I mean, you should be afraid to say something like that. His father said, Do you mean me or your mother? And everybody will bow down to you. And he was happy about it. He said, Yes. Even his father was, was worried. He needed to learn humility. He had to go down, 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 down. So when Pharaoh was asking about when he interpreted Pharaoh's dream, I don't know if you've, you know, do you know about Joseph? 
Hey, it's like, I don't know if you... <laughs> I'm just saying the story because in my mind, you, you went to Sunday school, so at least you've heard something. Or you've heard it before, you've heard the story in your life. You haven't? You know it? Okay. When the Pharaoh, he was called, finally, to come and come and interpret the dream. When he interpreted the dream, do you know, he didn't say, I am, I am capable. He didn't point to himself. As a wise man who could take over and do the things. He said that, now the Pharaoh should appoint a wise man who can do whatever and supervise the work. He took himself out. He was not expecting to be taken from prison. He was not expecting anything. He didn't say, this is my opportunity to impress the Pharaoh so that he'll see how smart I am. He came to tell him what God said. He had become so humble. He removed himself out of the options. And the Pharaoh said, ah, is there anybody wise around? Wiser than you. You are the one to take over. Take over. That was how he became prime minister next to Pharaoh. Amazingly, when the the famine came and were distributing the food, Joseph was there. He was not delegating some things. He was there at the silos, at the storage area, and was distributing the, the corn himself. Yes. He had learned humility. He had become base. So even though he had been elevated so much, he still came down to come and put things in order. And that's how come he saw his brothers. When his brothers came, he saw them. Ah! If he was in the palace, he wouldn't have seen them. They would have come to take the food and go. But he was around the silo. When, when he said, ah, is that not Simon? <laughs> Simeon? Is that not Dan? Is that not God? Ah! These are my brothers. Wow. Wow. So, Charlie, you can't run away from it. It takes time. You need to trust the Lord with all of your heart. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Not some part, all of your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Sometimes you are leaning on your understanding. If my uncle sends me $100 and this one sends me this and this one sends me that, do calculation. Until you get to the place where you have to depend on God. God, this one, if you don't do so, if you don't do it, it's not going to be done. If you don't get to that point, you realize that. You, by strength shall no man prevail. You'll be moving around with strength, with calculation. And you can't, nobody can actually calculate his, his life to the end. No, 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 no. You can't calculate your death and say that as I'm going, I'm ready to die. As I'm going, a car should meet me so that I will die. Suicide is not easy. It's very difficult. Yeah. People have contemplated. They are trying. Like, do I slit my throat? Do I pierce myself? It's not easy to die. Wow. Everything works. My process okay yes, i had to learn how to put my faith to work on different levels at different times i remember when the whole church we were we were praying to god for um five thousand ghana cities in a month to be able to sort our needs out i remember it very well it was a prayer topic lord you said in your way that when we ask you provide, we weren't asking for fifty thousand. We asking for five thousand. Yes, five k. But we had to ask for five k first. Then when the five k was working, we could go up. 
to 10k. You have to put it from one level, faith to faith. Okay? Yes, faith to faith. From glory to glory. The glory of God in your life does not show up at once. You, it will kill you. You will die. So it is from one level of glory to another. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse, verse 18. We are with unveiled face, beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord. You are the glory of God. But then it shows up from glory to glory. It says we are changed into the same image from glory to glory. Even as by the Spirit of the Lord. You move from one place to another, to another, to another. You conquer territories and conquer territories and conquer territories. For instance, you, you, you become born again and then you go, you've heard that you have authority over the devil. So you enter your family village, your, your, your village. Then you go and take their idol and you break it into pieces. You realize that you can't talk after, <coughs> after two days. On things... Just imagine a, a, a five-month-old baby carrying two kilogram weight. Two kilogram weight is nothing. But the baby is not qualified to be carrying two kilogram weight. You don't fight battles that you can't. You are not prepared for. Jesus said, "Which one of you going to a war will not sit down first of all and take account? You need to take account whether you're able to meet the guy coming with hundred thousand or ten thousand people. If you realize that you can't, he says, go and seek for peace. Instead of killing the ten thousand people, just go and seek for peace." So that you'll be fine. He says, which one of you trying to build a tower will not first of all sit down and take account whether he's able to build with what he has. Lest after some time everybody begins to laugh at him. Yeah. So even Jesus mentioned that you need to take process, plan. Okay? Yeah. The power of God is really in your life. But then it's from one level to another. You can't take on the demons of the nation. There are principalities of the nation. The principalities, they are in levels. There are principalities in this area. Do you know? There are principalities in various places in the area. There are powers. There are wicked spirits and all of that. But then you move from one level to another. To another. To another. To another. Then you can now confront the principalities of this country. After that, when you win, you go beyond to other countries. To other countries, like that. One day I was watching Bishop Dag. How many of you know Bishop Dag? I love Bishop Dag. And I saw him having a crusade in Benin. Do you know Benin? How many of you know Benin? Yesterday I was being told about some what happens in Benin. Some one of the guys have been there. I've passed through. I've never, be, I've never stayed there. I've just, I just passed through. I don't stay there. Hallelujah. Even people selling cloth have shrines in their shop with candles, everything, sacrifices on it. It's in the shop. As a, yeah, so how much do you need? Okay, you can take the cloth from the shrine and give it to you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah. People don't have walls. Their doors are open. If you like, still and see. <laughs> like voodoo is there. Voodoo. Is that they are the source of voodoo. Haiti takes their voodoo from them. Hey, they are seniors. Bishop Dad goes there to have a crusade. And more than a million people gather. Hey. Over 300,000 human beings give their lives to Christ. Hey. Yet there are preachers who go and just preach and not come back alive. Hey. If you hold, hold here. <laughs> if you hold. That the power is low. The power is not much. Yeah. Some people go 
preach, they come back and they come and die. Why? Why? Why is it like that? Are they not all Christians? They are all Christians. It's called process. Spiritually, no. Baby muscle, you need to jump. You need to go from one level to the other. I don't know if it's what I'm saying making any sense to you. Yeah. That's how it is. So sometimes in, in the plan of God, maybe he wants you to own some things. He wants you to own a TV station. He wants you to own some apartments. He wants you to, he wants you to be a blessing to many people. Change many lives. But to get there, you need to go through the process. You need to learn that human, other people are there apart from you. If you're not a few, you just think about you. There are others. But you may forget that there are others. It's just you and your family. When I get this, I'll make sure my mother is fine. There are other people who, who don't even have mothers. Your selfishness will take over your life and prevent you from going as you're supposed to. So God needs to teach you. Okay? Yes. He needs to teach you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go back to Psalm 105, what we're reading. We're reading verse 17, isn't it? So let's continue. He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant. Verse 18. It says, whose feet they had with fetters. Then it says he was laid in iron. The guy who was sent of God. They had his feet with fetters. He was laid in iron. Problems. When David was anointed, as soon as he was anointed, he didn't end up in the palace. Didn't. David had to face a lion and face a bear. Challenges. And face Goliath. Problems. So when the anointing of God is working in your life and you start seeing problems and you start shouting, Hey, what is this? I'm tired. What happened? Hey. Whenever God speaks to me, I know that it comes with challenges. Yes, I've, I've learned it with experience. Yeah, that you, you have to fight some one or two battles here and there. Yeah, because to prove that you are really anointed of God is a proof of what you have. Who goes for training without being proved? Well, who goes to school without writing exams? Yeah. All those who say that though, they should just promote everybody, their, their mind is not correct. You don't just promote everybody. We need to write exams for us to see whether you caught the x squared plus y squared is equal to. You need to, you need to, we need to find out whether you understand the y, the x. How you can find x. Someone said, ah, say, go and, face your, go and look for your X. X is there now. Well, why should you find it? It's on the board now. <laughs> wow. Challenges. David needed to learn what it means to respect authority because he was going to handle authority. So even though Saul was chasing him to kill him. Eh? He was chasing, he was, they were very fine. Oh. They were okay, everything was fine. Then Saul started chasing him. Because Saul heard that they were praising him more than him. You see, because Saul, Saul didn't go through any experience, he didn't go through any process. He became king at once. He was just chosen. So he didn't understand the anointing, he didn't understand authority. He didn't know that if you see someone who is anointed, you don't, you don't kill the person. Saul killed the priest of God. He killed 85 priests with their families. Everybody, everybody that he killed everybody. But David would not even touch Saul. Why? David had to learn. That's why David is the one who's thrown Jesus Christ to come and sit on. David had to learn process. If you ignore process, you will not have much. You will have it, but it will destroy you. 
You will bugger. You will go to America. But America will destroy your life. You will join a gang. You are Holy Ghost filled, but you will join a gang. You will say all kinds of things. Shit, man. Fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You become a wannabe. One day you'll be doing shit, man. Fuck, man. Someone say, what do you mean? Take a gun. Pull, pull, pull. You are dead. Before you realize you are in heaven. Gabriel will say, what are you doing here? You say, ah, Gabriel, the last time I saw myself, I was saying, shit, man. Fuck, man. So read your Bible. Hmm? Let it change you at heart. Let it change you. Let it change your person, your, your personality, who you are. That is what it is meant to do, to change you. To turn you inside out. To renew your mind about various things in life. To renew your mind about health. We don't just have health. We have health so that we can serve God. We don't talk about health and all of that so that you, like, you, can, you can just move around. I, I'm, I'm strong. I'm, no, we are strong, for, we are strong to win souls. Yeah. Not strong to sleep with ladies all over the place. Ah. We don't say cancer cannot dwell in my body for nothing. Cancer cannot dwell in my body because if cancer dwells in my body, I will not be strong enough to win a soul. Not so that we can do all kinds of things. If cancer is my body, I cannot be strong enough to work and receive and be a blessing to others. I see what I'm talking about. Yes. We don't say prosperity is mine, so we can buy a 17-bedroom house, 20-bedroom house. What are you going to do with it? Obadai. One bed, even on the bed, you sleep on one side of the bed, one corner of the bed. If you have AC, what's some quite mobile? I want do so I say oh air condition. Hey, what a shock! Wow. So relax, tell about relax. Go through the process. Going through the process is beautiful. Yes, it's beautiful. You gather experience. Do you know that when God brought Egypt, uh, uh, the children of Israel out of Egypt, okay, there was a shorter route. There was a shorter route that could have led them into Canaan in five days. But the Lord did not take them through that, that route, that path. Do you know what the Lord said? He said, let me look for it for you. You can help you find it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to show it to you. I, don't want, I want you to hear this one. Okay? So let's look at it. Let's look for it. Found it. Exodus thirteen seventeen. Thank you. Exodus thirteen seventeen. Do you love Jesus? 
if you don't laugh, you can't use him. <laughs> he wants you to grow in love for him. Hmm? Yes. And it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. That was very near, but he didn't lead them to that side. For God said, let's be adventure that people repent when they see war and they return to Egypt. Have you seen it? Yeah. Maybe you did it. Let's read. Do you have BBA? Okay, show it to us. Now, after Pharaoh had let the people go, God did not take them through the land of the Philistines. Though that was near, that was a nearer path. For God said, if the people see war, they may have a change of heart and go back to Egypt. If I take you through the shorter route, you will change your mind. You will go back. You will go back to Egypt. So he chose to take them through the longer. Look at the next verse. Okay, this is what message. It, ha- it so happened that f- after Pharaoh released the people, God didn't lead them by the road through the land of the Philistines, which was the shortest route. For God thought if the people encounter what they would change their minds and go back to Egypt. So next verse. Look at the next verse. So God led the people on the wilderness road. Wilderness road. Awesome. No food, no water, no, no meat, nothing. And God always waited for them to complain before you send the thing. Hey. Deuteronomy 8 verse 2. Looping around to the Red Sea, the Israelites left Egypt in military formation. He's led them to the Red Sea. Why do they need Red Sea? They need to see the miracle power of God. They need to learn to trust God that even in the face of enemies, the Lord, and in the face of obstacles, the Lord can open an opportunity for you. If you don't have that experience, when you face a certain kind of a, 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 a problem, you look for a juju man. You look for a certain prophet who you know is not a prophet. Did you know what? 8 verse 2. He says, and now so remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. To humble thee. He led them through the, to humble them. I feel like I'm go, I should go ahead. Let me go ahead. Are you listening to what I'm saying? To humble them and to prove you. To prove you. To know what was in your heart. Hey, it's a message. Oh. Whether thou would keep his commandments or no. He's not, he's not lost his senses. He knows exactly what is going on. He, he will not let you take advantage of him. So he will prove you. Next verse. Verse 3. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger. He allowed you to go hungry. Hey. Ask today, are you hungry? Maybe the Lord is allowing you to go hungry. So that you will know what it means to have abundance. Yeah. Don't curse God when you are going through things. You know, don't, don't start giving God warning. If you do, we'll sell our souls to the devil. Go ahead. Go ahead and sell your souls to the devil. We have to hammer. We have to make it. If we don't make it, now or never. Lord. Yanko Pong, last chance new. Olashans new, Olashans new, ah, Olashans new. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee know that man does not live 
by bread alone only, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord, that man lived. Wow. wow. That was a shorter route. Listen, God can do anything. You can wake up with gold in your room tomorrow. But you see, it will bring you greed. There was a video my wife showed me yesterday. It's on Facebook. Of some, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a movie. I don't know what, what the title is. But they saw, a, a, a small boy saw a bag in his room. When he realized someone was talking from the bag, a suitcase. So he opened the suitcase. When he opened the suitcase, it was a man inside the suitcase. Broken in a said like he has been packed into the bag. Okay? And as, we, as he, he was talking to them, like, how did you get up here? What's going on? The man said, oh, the man said something happened to me and I ended up here. None of that. When I go through pain, I bring, I bring forth money, gold. So the boy pinched him. When he pinched him, a gold coin came out of his mouth. The boy said, wow! You are not going anywhere. He went to call two of his friends. And they came. When they came, come and see. Oh, you should see the video. They were using pliers to cut his nose. To, they, and the guy, as you are cutting him, his money is coming out. Plenty money. They had packed so much gold. Yet they were still hurting him. Then the boy who saw it, the, fir- the first guy who saw it, said that, said to the other two, it's okay. We have, look, we have so much. Let's, let's, leave, let's leave him. Let's, let's help him get out or something. The other two said, what do you mean? We've not done much. Let's get more so that we can, we can hit. Ah, but all this, they, they beat the original guy for him to become unconscious. Because he had said that they should stop. Then the guy in the box, when they beat that guy, and the guy became unconscious, the one in the bag started laughing. He said, you see, I've caught you with your greed. No, no, it was, it was Satan. Yes, it was Satan. So he changed to become Satan. And he put those two in two different bags. Do you get it? Into two different bags for to test another person. Hey! What a shock! Yeah, God can appear in your room tomorrow. But now, what will you do? What will you do? Yeah. That proposal that they have been rejecting all this while, someone can accept your proposal or someone can propose to you. But what kind of a wife will you be? You need to learn some things. One not two things. You need to learn that your beauty is not everything. Else his beauty is vain. Hey. You need to learn that your breast can become fried like fried eggs with time. So you need to humble yourself. The breasts that are looking like watermelons today will become like fried eggs after some years. So you need to pass a less pancake. <laughs> you need to humble yourself. Yeah. What do you think? So the word works. So it works with time. You must be conscientious at it. You must keep at it. Okay, you must keep putting it in. Keep putting it in. Keep meditating on the word. Keep speaking in tongues. It's not. It's not. It's not a lie. Oh. It works, but it has to change you first. Then it starts changing your environment. That's how it works. The Lord seeks to change you, 
and then change your environment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How I preach to you. Yeah. The fasting works. The fasting, it works. It does. It works. It works. It does. Waiting on the Lord works. It's very important. It works. But it takes time. It needs patience. It needs faith and patience. If the Lord leads you to a shorter route, you will run away. You will go back. You will run away. You will be depressed. So it takes you to a longer route. And allow some things to happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you think God is God? Is God? Yeah. Why did he allow his own son to suffer? Because without the suffering, salvation will not come. Is it true? Do you know that all the wounds of Jesus, all that deformed, they deformed his face and all of that, when he came back from the graves, the deformed face became fine. Yeah. Everywhere on his body became fine. Apart from his palms, where the nails were put through, his palms, his feet, and his back. You know that? Yeah. This is a resurrected body. A resurrected body does not have to have any marks on it. But those marks are there to be a reminder of the sufferings that he went through and his sacrifice so that it can be evidence for the devil to know that this happened, my friend. You can't touch my people. So he had to go through a certain kind of suffering in order to have proof of salvation for us. So it's like some opportunities are not coming. You are praying, but I say, bad night. Mm. What's happening? Ready? 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 Oh dear. Yes. God is faithful. Oh. You know, God is faithful. Yeah. And when you go through some difficult time, it's like, hey, what is all this? I've believed in God. So you, don't, you don't know what some of us have gone through. You, you don't, if, I tell, if I sit down and start telling my problems and the things I've gone through, you open your mouth wide. You say, hey, Pastor, is it true? It is very true. Yeah. But those things make me strong. Yeah. They make me love God some more. Yeah. They make me love God some more. They make me smarter. They make me wiser. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, brothers and sisters, the word works. Tell me about the word works. The word works. So, relax. relax. Cheer up. Cheer up. The word works. The word works. Tell the other neighbor, cheer up. Cheer up. The word works. The word works. Don't be depressed. The word, the word works. Yeah, maybe the guy is not coming. The husband is not coming. The wife is not coming. The money is not coming. The healing is not coming. The word works. Cheer up. Cheer up. Tell me, but cheer up. Yeah, the word works. His promises do not fail. His promises do not fail. What he has done for one, he will do for another. Under the same circumstances or different circumstances, he will do for you. He is able. Hmm? Though it takes long, says wait for it. It will happen. It will come. Yeah. It will happen. When your joy, when it comes, your joy, nobody will know. It, 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 you, your joy will not have any bounds. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed? Yeah. Have you learned anything since I started talking? Yeah. Do you have any question for me? Anybody with a question? Yes. 
How are you? It's good to see you. Thank you, Pastor. Please, I wanted to know what to do during the waiting period. Like, what at all should I do? Great question. Say she wants to know what to do during the waiting period. When you plant a seed and it has not brought fruit, what do you do? You water it. You fertilize it. How do you water the seed? Hebrews chapter 13. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 13. You see, a question will bring something, right? You keep yourself in faith. Hmm? Hebrews chapter 13. Let's read verse, uh, verse 15. Hebrews 13, 15. Can you read this to me? One to go. Can you read it once again? Continually. That is. The first one is to offer sacrifice praise to God continually. So praise God. Thank God that what he has said about you is happening. Do you know there's a blueprint concerning your life already? In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, the Bible lets us know that God has written out. Your, your life has been documented before you came. All that we are living is past tense in the books of God. God knows the end from the beginning. So he knows everything. And your end or your life, if you read in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, what does it say? I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Isn't it? Yeah. Let's read it. Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Say the Lord. Thoughts of peace. And not of evil. To give you an expected what? Yeah. That is the vision of God for your life. To give you an expected. The end you are expecting. Like what you are expecting. You know, that's exactly what it is. That, that's, that's how it will be. Okay? Yeah. Yes. God has good plans. Beautiful plans for your life. And Ephesians 2.10 mentions it. Look at Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship. We created in Christ Jesus. Unto good works. Which he has before ordained that we should walk in them. The Amplified helps us, helps us some more. Look at the Amplified. For we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship. Recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which He prepared ahead of time. So He prepared your path ahead of time. Then He says that we should walk in them, living the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us. So He's prearranged your life and He has made a good life available for you already. So if you are not seeing that around you, you don't let your present circumstance dictate your joy and dictate how you relate to God. Do you get it? Yes. Yes. You praise God. So he says, praise God continually. Thank him. Give him glory because you know that the end, if you are watching a dead match, if you are watching Manchester against Chelsea, and you know that Manchester won, only Manchester can win. (laughs) Nobody else can win. (laughs) The Chelsea boys are worried. I'm the one preaching, I beg you know that Manchester won by five goals to four. And the first half, you are watching the match, first half, they've scored Manchester four goals to nail. Will you be worried? No. The match was played one week ago. You know the scores. You are, you, are, you are watching it again, and you are worried. Ah! Crying. Calling people. Look at, look at it. They have scored Manchester. 
I'm in, I'm sad. Will you, will you do that? No. You will not do that because you know it's a dead match. It's a dead match. So you 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 rejoice no matter what's going on. Your life was also a dead match. At the end, you are the one who wins. It's not over until you have won. Are you seeing it? So in the midst of the circumstances, in the midst of the challenges, you don't you don't look at certain things. Look at Hebrews chapter. 12. Let's read verse. Let's read from verse 1. It, it, to make, what I want to see is in verse 3, but let's read from verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set for, before us. Have you seen it? Just run with what? Patience. The race that is set before us. Next verse. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, then he says, Who for the joy that was set before him? The joy, he had a joy. He knew the joy that was at the end. So he had that one in perspective. Because he had that in perspective, he didn't care what was happening today. They were beating him, killing him, whatever. He knew that at the end of the day, he will come out of the grave. And the joy that we have, he says, your joy no man can take from you. That's what Jesus said before he died. Are you in the church? So he set that joy before him. The devil did not know that there was a joy at the end. When he was beating him and killing him, he was happy. He felt that he had killed the son of God. It has finished. He didn't know that he was actually assisting God. Yeah. There are things that the devil is doing around him. He doesn't know he's actually assisting God. First ah. Corinthians chapter 2. Look at verse 7. First Corinthians 2. Seven. Keep your finger. Go to First Corinthians 2. 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Verse 8. Which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. If they knew that crucifying Jesus would make you born again and get you into heaven, they would not have crucified him. They would have allowed him to die a natural death. <laughs> they would have allowed him to grow and die a natural death. When he says, kill me, they will say, no. <laughs> you are not dying. They will let him live for a long time. So people, people, people will die and go to hell. Yes. But they didn't know. So they crucified him. They punished him. But Jesus knew. He knew the joy that was set. Eh? He calls us his seed. He says he shall see his seed. Therefore he shall prolong his days. He knew that because through us, his kingdom was going to be prolonged and brought to many others. So he was not moved at all. So if you know the end, you know that at the end of the day, you are the one who blows. You are the one who hammers. You are the one who gets the results. You are the one who has the fruits. You don't get worried in the midst of the issue. In the midst of the problem, you thank God. You thank God. It says, offer thanksgiving continually to the Lord. Thanksgiving continually. Thank you, Father, that it is done. It is done. It is done. Thanksgiving will prevent you from cursing God. Instead of cursing God, you thank God. Instead of blaming God for what he didn't cause. Normally, we blame God for what he didn't do. They said to him, Master, cares thou not that we perish? He was not in charge of the waves. He was the one who rose that brought the waves. It was the devil. But he rose up and rebuked them anyway. He rebuked it anyway. Okay? So that's the first thing. You offer thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a means of watering your seed. Watering your seed. Thanking God. Thank you, Father. I know I'm going through some things today. But I know that at the end of the day, I win. You have said it for me. You have said it concerning me. All things are working together for my good. All things are working together 
For we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God. For the good of them that are called according to his purpose. So whatever is happening is working together for my good. I cannot go down. I cannot be disadvantaged in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the midst of the challenge, this is, what, this is how you talk. Yeah, you talk like that. Okay? While we look not at the things which are seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are not seen are what? Eternal. You don't look at what you are seeing. Hmm? Just for though our outward man perishes. Second Corinthians chapter four. Verse, verse sixteen. For which cause we fear not. But though our outward man perish, says our outward man is like things around you is perishing. It says, Yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Then it says, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Do you know what Abraham did in the mess, in the waiting period? He gave thanks to God. He gave glory to God. Romans chapter 4. That's what he did. That's what I'm telling you now. Romans chapter 4. Let's read from verse 20. Romans 4 20. He says, He staggered not. Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. He knew what God had said. God said, I'm giving you a child. He knew that at the end, the child will come. So he did not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. Start, he didn't start to doubt God. God, you said it's been 15 years. Hmm. Hmm. God, someone who said me, yeah, hmm. <laughs> he didn't stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. But was strong in faith. How, be, how did he become strong in faith? Giving glory to God. He gave glory to God. He gave glory to God. Thank you, Lord. When he remembers Sarah and her dead womb, he starts giving glory to God. The Bible says, who against hope believed in hope? The hope of Sarah giving birth was dying as the years go by. Menopause is around 50-something. Right now, it's even something for some, it's down. 40, some 38. May it not be like that for you in Jesus' name. I know a woman who got pregnant at 65. Wow. <laughs> and she didn't have a husband. <laughs> she didn't have a husband. She was pregnant. And the son said, hey, mommy, what did you do? Another day. I we've seen 55-year-olds and all that giving birth. You know? Sarah was getting older. 70. It's men no stop. 80, men no dead. 90, men no vanish. It was going. The hope was vanishing as the years went by. But the Bible says, against hope. That is up, right? Go up. 17, eh? As is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, whom, who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. 18. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken? So if you know what was been spoken concerning you, you will not be worried. What has God said concerning you? It's in the Bible. I just showed you two of them Ephesians 2 10, Jeremiah 29 11. That's what he has said concerning you. Hallelujah. So, Things will not be going well now. It makes no difference. That's, what, that's the first part. I didn't talk about it. I spoke more about the faith, but, uh, about patience. But faith, it says who through faith and patience. So it's faith first of all, then patience. So in the midst of the, the challenge, you grow in faith. How? By giving glory to God. Wow. By giving glory to God. Okay, go back to 20. Go down to 20. He staggered not the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, 
giving glory to God. Next verse. And being fully persuaded, he was fully persuaded. So the next thing is that you allow yourself to become fully persuaded concerning what God has said. Like believe in it some more. That's why you read your Bible in the midst of the challenge. In the midst of the challenges, study. Meditate some more. Eh? Don't say, Adi, yeah, yeah, bread. Yeah, 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 bread. You have conjugated the bread. The bread, two bread. Eo bread. No bread, yon. And being fully persuaded that he had promised that what he had promised he was able also to perform. Next verse. Next verse. Okay, it's fine. And therefore it was committed to him for righteousness. He was fully persuaded that the one who has promised was able to perform. So he trusted in the ability of God. So in the midst of your challenge, in the midst of the waiting, trust in the Lord. That is fine. Of course, doubts will start coming to your mind. God said that this will happen. Why it is not happening? Why don't you just move? Move before God is not moving. Move. After all, we move. Yes, show God how to move. Show God how to do it. Wow. Have I answered you? Beautiful. Any other question? You have a question? Yes. Thank you, Daddy, for the Thank you too. Please, I want to ask, um, when you were teaching, you made mention of the fact that God seeks to change our hearts before the environment. I wanted to ask, in the changing, when, when do you notice that, like, how, okay, in the fellowship you know, but then, <laughs> like... So, uh, it's, it's the same as the renewal of the mind. Okay. It's the same thing, okay? When we say your heart, we are talking about the center of your being. Okay, and it mostly deals with your, with your soul, the changing of your soul, the way you look at things. So you are, you would know. You realize that you have become kinder. First, we tell an answer. I'm born as soon. You say we tell an answer. No, I can't. Sorry, I said. Oh, sorry. Why? Why tell an answer? No, Becca, sorry. So you notice that. The fruits of the spirit are just developing. They are budding in your life. So Galatians chapter, chapter 5, verse 22, helps us with that. Look at Galatians 5, 22. I don't know if you are seeing it. You will see that you are changing. Says, but the fruit of the spirit is love. It's actually one. One fruit. It's not, he didn't say fruits. The fruit of the spirit is just one. Love. And out of love comes joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, temperance. Meekness, temperance, then it says against such there's no law. So you would notice that you have become meek. Like the word of God is working on you and is changing you. Okay? Someone insulted me. Hey, what? Who does he think he is? Okay, let me share this one with you. Let me not share that one. That one is extreme. But this one, this guy was spoken to, like someone was talking about me, then he said, oh, Pastor Ting, you should go away. Who is he? Who does he think he is? This, 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 he says so many things. He's not in our church, he's outside our church. He's also a pastor. Pastoring a certain church. Now, I was told that this is what he said. I said, that, okay, it's fine. But, after about three years, he came back to me to ask me about what he was criticizing me about. Do you get it? Like, what he said, I should go away, like, whatever, it had worked in my life. 
and it hadn't worked in his life, and he needed help with it. And he came to me to come, to come and ask me how he can help himself. When he came, I didn't say, uh-huh. <laughs> you see? Oh, now I share your honor. Traffic match, Bella. Oh, beat me, send a young couple in Shannon. Oh, beat me, send. So, 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 now face, now face, oh, send it. I didn't say that. When he came, I welcomed him. Put him in my office and spoke to him for about three hours. Helping him, giving him all that he needed to make sure that that thing will work in his life. I realized I had become a good person. I became, become a better person. Yeah, because some time ago, you were like, hey, you, you see you are here. I don't know if you get it. Yeah. You change. Yeah. Yeah, child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> this took like 25 years exactly. for a child to mm-hmm. come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's see. Uh, sometimes... Probably, I don't know, but probably the person has passed through the test. But is there a period that you, you have to rebuke the devil in, in because... You would know the Holy Spirit. Oh, that's what the Holy Spirit did. That's why he seeks for a relationship, not things. You get it? Uh-huh. He seeks for a relationship with you and not things. So if it's, it's bothering on uh, an influence of the enemy that is preventing you from going forward, he would let you know. You would know. In your relationship with him, in your fellowship with him, in your relating with him, he will let you know that this thing, address it. Address this, address that, and he will show it to you. That was what I was leading us in prayer concerning on Friday. On a, was it Tuesday? Tuesday. Uh-huh. So he would open your eyes to see it, that this is what is wrong. It's not supposed to be like this. I have actually, the timing has finished. You have gone through it. It's okay. Move on. But the devil may take advantage of it. So he will show you what to do. Okay. The Holy Spirit is smarter than me. He's smarter than you. He's smarter than all of us. He's smarter than every, anybody you can think about. He's the best person you can depend on. You can't depend on any human being. He's the one you can depend on. He is wise and he knows how to communicate to you. So he'll communicate to you. You would know. That has to come through a message. It will come through a vision, a dream, something. As you pray, you'll get an impression. That, ah, it's not... We are stagnating. This thing is stagnating. It's not supposed to be like this. Yes. Okay? Sometimes as you are praying, you get a note of victory about the thing you are praying about. You notice that things have to change. I hope you get it. Uh-huh. So, um, the Lord has his timing. And when it is delaying, he will show it to you. You would know. You may even read it. In, in, in Daniel's case, he read it from Jeremiah. He read that he noticed that ah, they were supposed to have spent 70 years. They have gone to 100 years. 70 years are done 100. 30 years are back. Ah, we are not supposed to be here. We are supposed to be in Israel. What is happening? So he set himself to pray. And God showed him what to do. And it happened. I hope he gets it. Have you been blessed? God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. 
God bless you.